Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 351 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about your financial identity, right? Uh, and exactly what type of person you are financially. And basically, I'm going to boil this episode down to three different types of people uh, that there are financially. And I want you to, you know, kind of do a little self-reflection, see uh, which one of these three buckets you fall into, uh, and then see how, based on the things that I talk about today, uh, you can better yourself, how you can become uh, somebody who manages money better, uh, how you become uh, a more efficient uh, user of money, uh, and ultimately how you can be the best of who you are, uh, just relative to the strengths and weaknesses that you have currently. So stick around for a discussion of all that and more in today's episode. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And you and I can begin working together, pushing towards your long-term financial goals and ultimately pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single individual who's watching or listening to the show on a day-to-day basis. Now, look, something that I think is vital uh, to our financial well-being is self-awareness, right? I think it is vital to know who you are financially. I think it's vital to know, uh, you know, I talk all the time with investing about your risk tolerance, right? I think that's vital. It's vital to know uh, how much risk you are willing to take, what your risk profile looks like. It's vital to know uh, why you are saving and investing money, right? Those are vital things to know, and those are specific to who you are and what you have going on, right? It's important to know the way that you see money, the way you think about money. Uh, it's important to know the the certain slants that you have, right? Uh, and some people have different strengths and weaknesses when it comes to money. Uh, and I'm going to kind of boil this down into three different types of people today. Uh, and these are some very broad generalizations, right? And there are many, uh, you know, subgroups of individuals within these three groups. But uh, it's very likely you fall into one of these three. And one of them is the ideal group, uh, but the other two, you can definitely take who you are uh, in that group and become better, right? We can all become better financially. We can all become better uh, in all things of our life at all times, right? That's part of the reason why I do this show on a daily basis is because by teaching you guys, by having to constantly stay up on topics, by constantly having to uh, know what's going on and be able to teach and articulate it well to you guys, uh, I get better financially. And um, I, it makes me ask myself questions. Who am I financially? What am I about? What have uh, you know, I done recently? Am I following my own uh, you know, advice? Am I following the, the things that I actually say for other people to do on my show? Right? It keeps me accountable and keeps me getting better financially all the time. And hopefully it helps you guys uh, to get better financially all the time as well. All right. So I'm just going to jump right in, right? I'm not going to tell you all three types of people right up front, uh, but we are going to start with number one. Uh, and that first type of person uh, is that person who is great at making money, right? Uh, there are people out there who just have a knack for bringing home the bacon, 
right? Uh, whether they have a certain skill set that's entrepreneurial where uh, it doesn't matter what you do to that person, that person is going to go out uh, and make revenue. They're going to go out and sell things. You know, maybe it's that person. Uh, maybe it's a person who has a specific set of skills uh, who is just, you know, really able to use those in the marketplace to bring home a paycheck, right? And they can bring home a lot of money. Maybe they can negotiate uh, really well and get really good pay uh, out of what they do, right? There are people who are fantastic at making money. And this is an amazing thing, right? Because the more money that you make, right, the more money that you're going to end up having, right? Uh, it's important that we have income, right? Income is going to be uh, a huge indicator when it comes to building wealth over the long term, right? We need to have adequate income. Now, that doesn't mean we need to have the highest income or the best incomes, but we need to have enough uh, in order to build long-term wealth, right? But the problem that a lot of people who are great at making money have is that they are not good at actually managing that money, right? Uh, so you can be fantastic at making money, uh, but blow everything, right? You can be fantastic and have a certain set of skills that makes a lot of money, uh, but that does not necessarily mean that you are going to manage your money well. Uh, there are just some you know, stereotypical examples of these types of people uh, in the world all the time. And uh, some professions that, that typically get thrown under the bus are doctors and lawyers, right? Uh, very typically, they're going to make great money, right? Uh, but it is very common as well that, you know, they don't manage their money well, right? These are professions where they went deeply into debt in order to do uh, whatever they're doing in most cases, right? Uh, and they think that their income is going to be able to just guide them home in all cases. And it's not necessarily um, the truth. Now, I'm not going to sit and pick on those two professions, but those are just some stereotypical examples, right? But there are tons of people out there, tons of individuals who think they can out earn their stupidity, right? They think they can do uh, all these things and earn all this money. And it's going to keep them uh, from being, you know, in poverty at some point. It's going to keep them uh, from not uh, having. And it's just not true, okay? Now, I have told you before that there's this, uh, there's this misguided thinking about uh, income and expenses, right? Uh, your income is unlimited to the upside, which is a benefit uh, to these people, right? Uh, the benefit to these people is that they can make as much money uh, as they want to make. And the more money you make, uh, the more margin you create in your budget, you know, of course, if your expenses don't go anywhere, right? And you can only decrease your expenses down a certain, you know, uh, to a certain level, right? Once you get down to a certain level, then you can't decrease your expenses any, anymore, right? So a great benefit to these individuals is that, yes, you can make unlimited money. But the problem is, is that there are two sides to the money equation, and they are only paying attention to uh, the one side. And this is a very important side to pay attention to. But the problem here is that these people are unlikely to become wealthy, right? And the reason that they're unlikely to become wealthy is because they make a lot of money, they spend money on a lot of material things, uh, and they don't necessarily manage their money well enough uh, in order to build wealth over a long period of time. And this may be you, right? You may be somebody who's saying, dang, you know, I, I do make really good money and I don't have a lot to show for it, right? That's okay, right? It's okay if you are in this place, right? But what you need to do from this place is you need to have uh, an adequate plan, right? You need to have a plan uh, as to how to manage your money, right? How do I get myself 
uh, and all of this great income that I have and am capable uh, of making? How do I get myself uh, to this place where I am financially free? Because income is not financial freedom, right? Because you could quit a job or you could not be able to work a job anymore or you could uh, you know, not be able to, to you know, sell in the way that you could anymore. You could uh, you know, be in a car accident and you know, be disabled or whatever, right? Any number of things uh, could occur that could keep you from doing a job. But if you manage your money well and built wealth uh, over a long period of time, then what ends up happening uh, is that you don't have to rely on income anymore. And some people legitimately think they'll be able to make the income that they can make forever. Uh, and this is just a naive thought because uh, things can happen, right? And things can change uh, and can change your life uh, in some very drastic ways. And I'm not suggesting that they will. I'm just saying uh, you need to have a plan to build wealth. You need to have a plan to manage your money well uh, because if you don't, right, then you're likely to uh, blow a lot of what you have. You're likely to uh, not get out of debt. You're likely to stay in debt, keep this cycle uh, of debt, especially on things like cars and, you know, some people with student loans and, uh, you know, houses maybe that you can't afford uh, or, you know, boats or all these other like, you know, money symbols, these things that just show that you're wealthy. Uh, those things aren't important, right? And those things ultimately are not going to get you uh, to wealthy, right? Uh, they will get you to this rich lifestyle where you look rich, you have uh, all the trappings of somebody who um, makes a lot of money, but that does not mean uh, that when you're 70, you know, you'll be sitting on a, a nice nest egg of money and not worrying about uh, where the next paycheck is coming from. Look, I have a lot of respect for people who go out and grind. I have a lot of respect for people who go out and use their skills to make a lot of money. But if you are that person and you aren't working a plan and you're comfortable being deeply in debt uh, and you don't know where your money's going every month, then there's a problem, right? And you are unlikely to become wealthy if you are in this group. But that does not mean you can't make adequate changes uh, to get yourself back on track and build wealth over the long term. So that's the first type of people. And you may fall into that group and that is okay. But again, you can make changes to get yourself uh, on a better track. Because like I said, you've already got one of the hardest things figured out. One of the hardest things is actually making money. Uh, then if you can just fix the other part of the equation uh, to where you're not spending everything that you have, uh, then you can be uh, really off to the races in your wealth building journey. Then the second type of person uh, is the person who is great at managing their money, right? So this is not somebody necessarily who is great at making money, uh, but they are actually just really good at the X's and O's of, you know, hey, I'm not going to be deeply in debt. I'm going to have an emergency fund. I'm going to have a budget. I know uh, where my money's being spent. I know what I'm doing um, and I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to execute every single month on the dot. I'm going to execute uh, and I'm not going to change. I'm not going to waver from the plan that I have. I'm just going to follow the plan, do the plan that works. I'm going to you know, put money in my 401k and get a match. I'm going to invest in Roth IRAs. I'm going to do all these things. Right? I'm going to be a good money manager. I'm going to be able to steward my finances uh, in a responsible way. And this is a very good group to be in, Okay, uh, but this is not the best group to be in. And this type of individual, they are likely to become wealthy. Right? Uh, when you manage money well, you are likely to become wealthy. Right? Uh, but the thing about uh, this type of wealth, this wealth is built very slowly. And there's nothing wrong with wealth being built slowly. I've told you guys before uh, that building wealth is a crockpot 
activity, not a microwave activity for most people, right? Crockpot meaning uh, it's low and slow. You go for a long period of time. This isn't going to just uh, heat up real quick uh, like with a microwave, right? And for the average individual, right, if you can be great at managing your money, you can become wealthy and you will become wealthy, uh, but you will do so in a slow manner. And that's okay, right? Again, like I told you with the first group, the first group, if you're somebody who makes a lot of money, that's okay. And maybe you don't manage it the best you could right now. Well, you can turn that around, okay? In the same way, uh, these individuals who manage their money well, they're, they're checking that box extremely well. You can always go out and make more money to speed up uh, the wealth building process. If you're already managing what you have very well, well, just think if you had more, right? If you had more, then you would likely manage that very well uh, also. So these are typically very conservative people financially. These are people who don't want to take a lot of risk. Uh, they want to do all the right things, and there's nothing wrong uh, with that. I would, you know, tend to put myself uh, many times in uh, with this second group. I can I can really relate uh, to what this second group is doing. Right, uh, they're people who, more than anything, they are very afraid of not having. Right, they're afraid of uh, you know not you know having money when they're older, or, or they're afraid of something bad happening. Uh, and them not having the money to cover it, or they're very good planners or things like that. And that tends to be where I fall financially, right? But I also see this other side of things. I see this other side of things where, uh, you know, they can be very slow in their ability to build wealth because they don't take many risks, because uh, they don't stick their neck out there very often. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with that approach, right? That approach has gotten many people uh, to being just, you know, you're, you know, like Dave Ramsey would say, the everyday millionaire, right? It's gotten a bunch of people to that point, and that's nothing to scoff at. That's uh, amazing that it's gotten a bunch of normal people to that point, okay? But it is not the most efficient way that we can go about uh, building wealth over the long term, right? Um, so what do these people need to work on, right? These people probably need to work on their careers, and they need to work on uh, going out and making more money. I'm not suggesting going out and working another job, but maybe finding something that's actually your passion, that can pay you a lot more, that you can uh, really grind at and, and get some, some really high income numbers. And if you can uh, you know, sustain high income numbers with uh, being great at managing your money, that's going to do you so well uh, over a long period of time. And so these people can make changes, uh, but here again, we are licking something. We're, we're hitting on something uh, that is very difficult to do. It's very difficult to be somebody uh, who is great at managing your money. And um, I, I'll just give you a, a quick anecdote just because I think it's funny and I saw it recently. Uh, there was somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook and uh, you know they were saying something about, you know, uh, you know, don't talk bad about somebody because they have, uh, you know, this super high car payment. Right. They said, if, if you can't afford it, just say that or something like that. Right. And I was thinking to myself, well, OK, a high car payment, that's nothing to be proud of. Right. It's not it's not anything to be proud of to have a high car payment. Right. Yeah. Maybe you can, quote unquote, afford it with your paycheck. But that's that's not something that's great. It's not great to have a high because that means you're spending a lot of money on a depreciating asset every single month that you have financed, that you have debt on, uh, which, as we've talked about, is a bad idea. 
And so I, I just thought about, you know, just how society thinks when it comes to finances. And if you're somebody who thinks differently, if you're weird, if you can manage your money well, uh, you are so much further along uh, than the average individual in society because there's so many people who agreed with that Facebook post. And I was just like, you know, I do have a two cents, but I wasn't going to throw it in the ring. This is, um, you know, I guess not my place to do so, or at least I just chose to to bow out on the conversation. But um, what I do know, what I do know is that uh, if we have good principles, if we understand the basics and we put the basics into practice every single day, uh, that will put us in our best position in order to build wealth. Because you saw that I said, those people who are great at making money, it's very unlikely that they become wealthy, right? And those are the people who are you know maximizing the top line. But those who are great at managing the money, right? Keeping what they have, even if what they have is not a ton, they actually are likely to become wealthy, but they're likely to become wealthy far slower uh, than, you know, somebody who, you know, may be able to do both. And that's going to be what we talk about here shortly. But it's important to note that managing your money is going to get you wealthy, right? Managing your money well, because you can blow everything that you have uh, into infinity. You absolutely can. There's no limit to the number of things that you can spend money on, right? Uh, but there is 100% a limit as to the things that you can, um, you know, cut out of your spending, right? There is ultimately a downward limit. But managing that for the average individual is a huge thing and can allow the average individual to get wealthy uh, over a long period of time. Uh, you just have to learn how to do it. You have to put your head down. You have to be uh, diligent in having a good plan, following that good plan. And that's why I provide you guys with something like the financial action plan uh, so you will have something that you can follow step by step, line by line uh, as you move forward. And that's so vital uh, for the vast majority of people. But it's just a, a key point that we must note, right? If you want to become wealthy, you must learn how to manage your money, right? Uh, and the better you are at it, the more likely you'll become wealthy. The better you are at it, the faster you will become uh, wealthy. Uh, but if you do not manage your money well, if you're not good at managing your money, you will not become wealthy because uh, you'll make plenty of bad decisions to offset any type of um, income that you will ever bring in. So two types of people we started with, right? Those who are great at making money, right? And extremely unlikely to become wealthy, right? But those who are great at managing their money, who are likely to become wealthy, but do so in a slower manner. And then our last group of people is those who are great at both. They are likely to become wealthy very, very fast. Now, why is, you know, this is no surprise that this would be the case, right? Because let's just say you make a ton of money, and I've already, you know, said this in this episode, but uh, if you make a ton of money and you're already really good at managing your money, then you're going to have a lot of excess. You're going to have a lot of margin. You're going to have a lot more money uh, to be able to throw into things like investments. You're going to have lot, uh, a lot more money in order to give, in order to spend, in order to do all of our uses of money, you will have uh, the ability to do so and you will manage your money well. Because I think ultimately, uh, when it comes to how we manage our money, it's not about how much money we have. People think, again, that they can outer in they sh their stupidity. They think, oh, when I make more money, I will be better off financially. That's not at all true right? Uh, what's true is, is that once you learn to manage your money well, no matter what amount of money you end up making, you will likely still manage your money well, 
Okay, uh, so the managing your money needs to come before uh, the you know making a ton of money. You know, in order for this to go as smoothly as possible, or else you can make a ton of uh, mistakes and then uh, make them with a lot of zeros tacked on because you make a lot of money. Okay, but. Ultimately, if you're somebody who is very fiscally responsible, uh, you have uh, the ability to manage your money well, and you make a ton of money, uh, you can really put things into overdrive, right? You can really uh, accelerate into uh, the future, into uh, your dreams a lot faster than someone else, right? And like I tell you guys, we don't all have the same path uh, to financial freedom. Financial freedom looks absolutely different for every single one of us, right? We all have a different uh, benchmark, a, a different goal that we want to reach, a different um, you know place that we want to get with our money. We have different uh, you know numbers that we want to reach as far as net worth or whatever else, right? Um, and some people are going to have very high expectations for themselves. Uh, some people are going to need a lot more than others. Some are going to need a lot less, right? And that is perfectly fine. But I tell you guys all the time, if you follow the financial action plan, if you follow what I teach on this show on a day-to-day basis, then you're going to become wealthy, right? But it's only if you control what you can control because ultimately there are things outside of our control, right? Uh, Even if you make a lot of money, even if you manage your money well, uh, there's no telling the amount of tragedy that can occur in your life, the amount of sickness, the amount of death, the amount of um, whatever, right? Uh, The amount of disability, the amount of any number of costly things uh, that can slow down your uh, ability to, you know, mentally manage your money. That can slow down um, the speed with which the money's coming in. Uh, that can, uh, you know, really take away a lot of your money by having things be very costly for you. There are so many things that can occur, right? So what I tell you is that you can build. Everybody can build some semblance of wealth. It will just look different, and everybody has different starting points. Okay, we have to be clear about that as well. Some people start uh, with, you know, parents that paid for their school and uh, their parents bought them a car and uh, which all of those are good things. I, as parents, I would I would push you to you know give your kids good starts, help your kids uh, get good starts. But there are definitely people who uh, their parents didn't help them get good starts. Right. And they had to just grind for everything that they had. Right. So there are different starting points. Right. And those different starting points will either give you a, a head start or will kind of make you fall behind uh, in the ability to build wealth over a long period of time. But ultimately, it's not so much about the head start, right? Uh, unless you're talking about extreme examples. Most of the time, what it's really about uh, is what did you decide to do? What did you decide to do? Uh, and what type of person did you decide you were going to be financially or otherwise? Yes, there's a lot of financial ignorance, like that Facebook post that I was talking about. There's a lot of financial ignorance out there, right? And there's a lot of people who think a lot of things about their personal finances that are just completely off the, you know, off the rails. They're crazy, right? They're they're absolutely uh, wild things uh, to think. But at the same time, there are plenty of people who, you know, they aren't very, you know, financially savvy, let's say, but they get the basics of managing their money. They get the idea of putting money away, right? And doing so uh, in a methodical manner. They, they understand doing that. They understand not spending too much money. They understand those things. And I think the reason that I do this show on an everyday basis is because anybody can access this. Anybody can access this information 
And I think the sweet spot here is teaching those people who are good at managing money, right? Just naturally good at managing money. They followed uh, what their grandparents taught them about, you know, managing money, even though their grandparents probably weren't very sophisticated either, right? Um, they actually learn these basics. And I think I can help you to refine those basics into maximizing what you have into becoming wealthy, maybe in a slow way, but becoming wealthy over a long period of time. Okay. Uh, but if you, if I could take that person and then just motivate that person to go out and make more money uh, or motivate that person to follow their dreams, take a little more risk, whatever, right? That person's going to be extremely successful uh, in building wealth and probably doing so a lot faster than someone else. But if I have somebody who maybe got a head start, Right, and maybe uh, knew all the little nuances and whatever, but was like, you know what, I'm gonna just go make money uh, because I have the ability to go out and do so. It's gonna be a lot more difficult for me to tell that person, hey, uh, you know, maybe you need to be more conservative with how you manage your money. Maybe you need to, uh, you know, cut down these expenses, or uh, maybe you need to not live this lifestyle that you can't quite afford. Um, that person's going to be far less receptive uh, in many cases, right? So I would rather have the person who's good at managing their money and then just help them to go out and make more money and then things would fall into place well. Uh, but the, the opposite uh, is a bit more difficult. But ultimately, if you're great at both of those things, you will become wealthy very, very, very fast, okay? Uh, because let's just say that this is the case, right? Let's say uh, that we have an individual who makes, I don't know, um, let's, say, let's just say a household. Okay, let's say a household made $100,000, okay? which some of you are like, hey, I wish my household made $100,000. But let's say a household uh, made $100,000 and they invested. They, they were good at managing their money. right? They were conservative uh, financial managers for their household. right? And let's say that they invested 15% uh, of that income every single month. right? And they made the prevailing market rate of, let's say, 10% a year. Uh, so let's see, um, the uh, payment, the amount of money they're putting away is 15% of that $100,000 divided by 12. Uh, they begin with nothing, right? Um, how much money do they end up with over a long period of time? Over a 40-year period, how much money uh, do these people actually end up with? Uh, and if you do this math, you work this out, uh, you plug it into a financial calculator, or here I'm plugging it into... Um, Excel over a 40 year period, uh, that family would have $7.905 million, right? $7.905 million. Okay. So we're talking, uh, again, 15% of the hundred thousand. So per month, we're talking $1,250. That's, that's pretty substantial, uh, in, uh, the amount of money that they're putting in per month. But that's $7.9 million. That's a ton of money, right? They can build wealth uh, over a long period of time, and that's fantastic, right? And that's a big number, okay? But what if you had somebody who was very adept at making money, uh, had some huge skills, and instead of $100,000 a year, uh, the household was bringing in $500,000 a year, right? Uh, which, huge salary, right? At $500,000 a year, if they invested that same 15% of their income, every single month uh, and did so over a 40-year period, that's $39.525 million uh, that they would have um, you know, at the end of that 40 years. Now, these are extreme examples, but what I'm showing here, in both cases, these individuals became wealthy, 
right? But the first person, it took a little more time. It was a little slower uh, in the growth phase, right? But the person who made a lot of money and still put away uh, in you know a responsible fashion the same percentage of their income as the other person, right? They got to a value uh, in their nest egg that's nearly $32 million more uh, over the same amount of time by investing the same percentage of their income, right? Uh, so again, making a lot of money and managing that money well uh, will get you to building wealth very, very fast, right? And that's the group you want to be in. You want to be in that group that is a good money manager uh, and that does uh, make a fair amount of money. Uh, and then you'll be able to manage your money um, in a way that will get you wealthy very fast. And you won't have to do a bunch of you know risky and reaching things. And you notice that's what people do, right? People who don't make a lot of money or aren't good at managing their money, uh, something that you'll see them do quite often is they'll reach for the things that they think can make them really fast returns and that can make them you know, get rich quick because they don't believe that they can do one of these things very well. right? They may think, yeah, I can manage my money well, but they may see, okay, well, maybe I'm not great at making a lot of money, so I'm going to try to make more money in returns. Or maybe they're saying, I'm great at making money, Right, but I'm not great at managing it, so I'm gonna try to hit it big once, uh, and then just live off of hitting it big once. Right, you, and this is the you know, and these are the type of people that you see speculating in financial markets and doing uh, some pretty dumb stuff. Right, but ultimately, uh, just what we need and and what we need to to understand uh, is that personal finance is a two sided game. It's about making money, and it's about the money that you spend. Right, uh, it's about uh, going and you know really grinding to make money. It's about uh, going out and you know maximizing the top line because that is uh, infinite in you know not in necessarily in reality, but uh, it is hypothetically uh, an infinite number that upside is. And then minimizing the downside, minimizing the things that you're actually spending money on, uh, minimizing your debts, having emergency funds, managing your money well, right? You do those things, uh, and then what you can end up with uh, is, you know, having money and building wealth in a pretty substantial way and hopefully doing so faster uh, than your counterparts. But those are the only two sides of the equation and the only things that we can control. And there's so many external things, but control what you can control. And if you do both well, uh, then you will build wealth very, very fast. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions. And you and I can begin working together, pushing towards your long-term financial goals and ultimately pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single individual who's watching or listening to the show on a day-to-day -day basis. So tune in tomorrow as I continue talking about personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.